0: Hey, everyone, welcome to another episode of the 808 podcast. It's the podcast where we take business owners, CEOs, and whoever else I feel like for questions, eight minutes and eight seconds, because 808 looks like Bob. And here we go. Question number one in a few sentences. Tell me who you are and what do you do?
1: All right. So my name is Cyrus Gardner. I'm a territory manager with HVAC Repco, and I cover the state of Florida. And as a manufacturer's rep, I represent brands such as Siemens, Sanwa, Crescent Tools, Cozy, Cold Wave, Ducks. LE Tech, free, Safe and Easy, also known as BSC, and even Cable Ties and Superglue. My job is to connect end of line users, contractors, and mechanics with the right distributor, or where applicable, set them up with a direct line of purchase.
0: Boom, love it there. That's We're right into the point. Question number two What advice do you want to share? Go. All
1: right. So, uh, three pieces of advice. Uh, one for building owners and managers, have a maintenance plan in place. Deferred maintenance might look like good, it might, it might look good in accounting or in the books. But in practice, it costs a lot more money, and more importantly, it costs more time than what it's worth. And also prevention is always worth more than a pound of cure, as the old saying goes. And the same thing is true with HVAC or anything to do with your building. Finding a good HVAC, low voltage, or controls contractor can be really challenging and difficult at times. And once you find one, a lot of times you might find yourself in an entrapment-type situation. So make sure to use open architecture on all of your automation if possible. And for the most part it is, be it CCTV or uh, HVAC controls, fire control systems, et cetera. It's all open architecture now, which is a good thing. (laughs) Um, And also have products that your mechanics know and have products that your mechanics can easily change and and install and it's in place is, is key. Uh, I personally have a list of contractors that I recommend in each region of Florida and, uh, and can provide that. And if you follow me on LinkedIn, you can find it. Um, come up with your wish list, determine what's important, determine what's really important, and then reach out to a design build firm that can help you deliver. That's really uh, the three things to do. If you own a building or you manage a building, have that wish list, make sure that it's important and then reach out to a good design firm. For contractors and mechanics, uh, strive to find the best product that you can for your customers. Products that are most cost-effective, readily available, easy to install. Mm -hmm. Big key here, easy to service and have a long service life. All of the brands on my list are industry known for these very things. Longevity, reliability, cost-effective, and easy to use. For distributors, it's all about those terms and conditions. Uh, Pricing is, of course, important, but it's really about the terms and conditions because pricing is pricing. Other factors are easy to you know, other factors come into play such as, you know, an easy to use customer portal, uh, minimum advertised pricing, minimum right. orders, you know, freight, etc. that can play a large role in how you're able to fulfill an order for a customer, you know, be it an end user or a contractor. With brands such as Siemens and Crescent, just for two specific examples, uh, the terms are the absolute best in the industry and their product delivery is, is by far the best that is out there. Uh, And it's also really important the manufacturer has your back, not just me as a manufacturer's rep, but that the manufacturer itself wants Mm -hmm. you to be successful and goes out of their way to make sure that you have the tools and the resources to be successful as a distributor.
0: No, I I love that there. Everything you said is pretty awesome there. And it's very important to make sure the tools you're using, the company supports you. I 100% agree with you. So let's get to question number three. What other top CEOs, business owners, or influencers that you know that are successful just like you that you want to give a shout-out to? So I'll give a shout-out to
1: one individual in Pacific, uh, AJ Phillips. He is the president of Energy Control Technologies in Miami. He's a wonderful leader, a good friend, and a prime example of a properly run distributorship. There are a lot of them that I know throughout Florida and a lot of really good ones. AJ was one of my first – actually, AJ was my first customer with HVAC Repco. And, um, I, I've energy controls is, is, is phenomenal. Their website is great. Uh, the way that they deliver products is great. And, and, and overall, um, uh, their ability to service, not just Florida, but the entire U S is, is truly superb.
0: Perfect. Yeah. I'll look them up. When we're, look him up when we're done here. Number four, final fun qu- question, Cyrus. Tell me about your first sale. All right. So I'll talk about my
1: first sale in HVAC. Um, uh, it, it's, it's, it, I will say it's hard to quantify my first sale because um, uh, there's so many projects that I've had a hand in here or there with bringing to the table to become a sale that, you know, I can't really think of one in specific. But I'll say this, the first sale that I ever had where it was like, for example, a cold call in the HVAC world, and I took this customer, met them, built rapport, took them to the end sold them and then installed and serviced them all in one deal, right? I would say that had to be Manatee County Port Authority. That was a Siemens uh, contact for me. And uh, I completely overhauled their AME uh, building with Siemens controls, top to bottom. Uh, They had uh, a, a very outdated architecture system. They were on a deferred maintenance plan and they had deferred their maintenance for about a decade. And, uh, you know, and I was able to go in there with Siemens and we got them up to spec and up to date. And as far as I'm aware, they're still working just fine.
0: So I'm not an HVAC person. So I'm going to ask you a very silly question. Okay. I'm assuming that deferring your, your maintenance for a decade is bad.
1: Yes. It kind of be like, uh, uh, an oil change in your car, for example, that is a good, that's a good example of preventative maintenance. Right. You need to change your oil at 5,000 miles. I mean, obviously, your mechanics are going to say yes, but do you really need to? I mean, come on. I know a guy that drove a car for like 50,000 miles, without changing the oil. It wasn't running that great, but it was still running. Well, that's basically what building owners do with buildings is they go 50,000 miles or in some cases, truly, you know, 20, 30 years without really putting any thought or money into the building other than the absolute bare minimum required. And they just defer everything else the next year to the next year to the next So instead of spending a little bit of money over time to keep everything properly maintained, they would just as soon practically tear the whole building down and rebuild it again at the end of 20 years, which is, well, crazy. <laughs> right. That, that point is,
0: point. that is crazy. I totally agree with you. So, Hey, you now have one minute and 38 seconds left Cyrus. You can do some promo time. You can ask me a question. You can talk about the weather or your awesome goatee. that makes me jealous, whatever you want. <laughs> or since the best, you know, when to be concise and when to end, we end early go
1: okay so well uh, uh beard oil uh, d- uh just saying uh yeah <laughs> i can't
0: grow like right here that i can't grow so if i do it has to be like the mustache it has to be separate if i do grow it it angers it yeah,
1: i've tried with different i've tried with different styles i tried doing the whole thing where it kind of like lines down the face i didn't really like it too much though so i just stick with the goatee and, yeah. and call the day um but uh, uh no i'll i'll uh, um Let me think. You know what I hear? I'll I'll give a a special shout out to uh, Crescent Tools because Crescent Tools is something that anybody can use and everybody can use, whether you're in HVAC or not. And obviously, if you hear the name Crescent, you think of a Crescent wrench. You know, everybody knows a Crescent wrench. But did you know their product catalog is about that? That one around here somewhere. I should have thought to grab it. Basically, it's thick. Oh, yeah. It's a big catalog. They've got everything from job boxes to wrenches, screwdrivers, full kits. They've got torque wrenches, precision uh, precision drivers, pneumatics. they got everything down the line, all under one brand of crescent. And let me tell you, um, as a technician and an electrician, I was using Klein. I was using Nipix. And, uh, well, pretty much Klein and Nipix are two very well-known brands. I didn't even know Crescent was even in this in this right. space because when you think Crescent, you think Crescent rich. Mm-hmm. But please, trust me, there are so much more to Crescent than meets the eye. Give them a look up on their website or go to hvacrepto.com and take a look there uh, or energy control technologies.
0: Perfect. Hey, you pulled it off right on the nose there. You did it, Cyrus. Four questions in oh. eight minutes and eight seconds. Why is it eight minutes and eight seconds? Because it looks like Bob. It, uh, does, or, or, it does. Or so I've been told. you've been told maybe that part there hey your website say it real quick hvacrepco.com in the description it's magic cyrus thank you so much for being on tip of the hat to you
1: thank you sir
0: you're welcome and for everyone else watching or listening i'm legally required to tell you to like share comment subscribe thumbs up ring the bell whatever the heck the social media network tells you to do you all have a wonderful day now talk to you later bye